good morning good afternoon good evening to everyone who is listening and watching us today uh in any part of the world we are back with magic mystery mastery and today i'm going to talk about the light work i know this is being uh, talked about a lot in the coaching world but again everybody has their own perception their own way of uh you know interpreting things and i really need this clarity around the light work and i was reading a book uh it was your book and i came across a sentence that be a light holder and not a light worker so what does that mean who is a light worker who is a light holder over to you okay so i'm going to start with my understanding of what light worker means and what i i've seen in the coaching industry and uh in people who are involved in doing spiritual work um and then i'm going to bring it into context of what i have experienced myself so what i found was like a lot of people would be talking about doing spiritual work and by that i mean like doing a lot of meditation affirmations trying to channel higher energies trying to connect with the psychic realm um people f- or like guides from other planetary systems like the kind of goes into the space of more psychic skills and in having those awakenings to having more psychic skills and having the ability to communicate with guides from a different dimension it require you to do a lot of dim- meditation and keep your energy clean and clear but i also noticed that a lot of people were talking about trauma so the ones that are talking about this very high spiritual field that they're connecting into and on the flip of that there were there was this very victim energy of like having trauma and complaining about their stories the past um and that energy was not transmuted and it never made sense to me that how can there be so much of trauma in your background and yet now you're talking about the higher realms and connecting to all these frequency bands and and i started seeing this as a very common pattern where a lot of people who have a lot of trauma in the past for whatever reason uh whether it comes from you know um attracting um relationships that were not in a most aligned balanced way that led to more traumatic situations that they felt was trauma um you know and it felt extremely triggering inside them so on one side you have all the trauma that's running them and on the flip of that they have all these psychic skills that they're tapping into and there was a question in my mind going this is not making any sense to me because somebody who is completely aligned inside themselves psychic skills do open up as a consequence to when you work and you do the work but that comes from you dissolving all the trauma so as i started to question because that's not what i was experiencing on my part so that was another question so at first i thought that i didn't have these skills that i didn't have all these psychic skills and therefore i would consider my my gifts less less than rather than mm-hmm. acknowledging that we all have different levels of gifts um and then i found that i realized that the difference was that most people would not really go and do the inner work to the extent that requires you to transmute the trauma and transmute the old past transmute the pain and hurt that's there to be able to let that light radiate out from your from your beingness because it's a lightness that comes when you start to step up into who you are and what you're here to do and your body starts to radiate that energy so what is that yeah. level of inner work that makes you or that transmutes that energy you just so, mentioned that it requires a lot of yeah. inner work that a lot of people are not so, able to reach what is that so for what i found was like 
I'll share my personal story because that's mm. my. So in the beginning, when I started my pathway, it was just like you know clearing up stuff that was held. Like I was literally, I was like all the anger and frustration that I had against people growing up, you know, family, friends, just people around me who I at that point had perce- was perceiving that that hurt me or that harmed me or that because of them I was feeling stuck or because of them I was stuck in this life that I created for myself. So I wasn't taking accountability for my actions. It was all about projecting it onto them that they were the cause of my problems. And as I shifted my journey, there came a point where I was like, they were just playing a role and I'm not a victim in my story. I'm taking full accountability for every single thing that happened in my life. And they just, they were just playing a role in my story. There's nothing more to it. Um, and the moment I started to see what role they played in making me who I am today, now that's not to minimize what happened, but the moment I was able to transmute that energy, automatically I shifted into a state of grace where I could see this beautiful picture of everyone just playing this perfect role. There was no right or wrong about anything. And, you know, everyone was coming from their own place of whatever they thought was right. It wasn't about that they were trying to be rude or harm or trying to be mean to you, but they were just living by based on who they were and you happen to be this person in this dynamic. Um, and it's not fun going through it. I want to be very clear there. You know, you were definitely, but why did I attract the situation almost? And there's a lot of question on like, did I attract it or I was, you know, but the point is that some, at some level there was this quantum entanglement that happened between me and the people around me that led me to me being the way that I was and I was not living to who I truly was by my divine design, but I chose to live by duty and expectations and what people expected me to live by. So when I saw the, saw the when I truly had that, I, I saw the magnificence of, there was nothing to change. There was a perfection in my life the way it was. That's touching that moment of grace and realize there's nothing there's to change. I don't need to fight anybody. I don't need to. F- so I find that in the coaching and the spiritual community, there's a lot of the, yeah, we have a problem. We're going to fight it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I am this warrior who's overcome all these problems, but they're the problem. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of projection on them. They I am right, they're wrong. There's a lot of like black and white thinking, very right and wrong. But when you start going into the truly what I call spiritual healing or what I perceive as, you know, being the stage of the next level up is the, everything transmutes to grace. Like there's a moment Mm -hmm. of shift that happens in your body. There's a shift that happens where the storyline doesn't change, but you can literally go back to your life and just see for what it is. Like, it's just a story, but there's no charge. There's no emotional charge. There's no anger. There's no frustration. There's just like, okay, that's how my life was. That's it. Nothing more than that. And then the more you get to that stage of, like, being able to touch into the space where you see that there's nothing to change ever, your body automatically Mm -hmm. is in a state of grace and light. Mm -hmm. Because there's complete acceptance for your life just the way it is, without expecting anything to change, without wanting anything to change. So there's what I find is that there's this perception of life is too hard here on earth. I want to dissociate. I want to be out there. Spiritual is good. So people are going to sacred ceremony. They'll use uh, hallucinogenic drugs or medicine, plant medicine to get to higher states of consciousness, or they'll meditate a lot to get to the same stage, yoga. All these are ways to help you beyond 
our earthly space. Because there's something out there that feels lighter and higher and nicer and you want to touch into that space because here this life feels really heavy. But that's not, it's not about dissociating. It's not about disconnecting from life here. It's not about disconnecting from what I'm going through. So when you're able to sit through whatever's coming up and truly embodying what's coming up and knowing that whatever's happening is happening, you're in your center zone and you accept everything that happens around you without trying to do something to get away from life and stress, you automatically are in yourself. Now you're ready so to and you're holding okay, light have, inside you. Okay. And to hold that light, what is the journey that a person goes through? Because, for example, if someone is going through a trauma and they are in a state of grief or pain, naturally they want to come out of that. They have suffered, yeah. they are suffering, and they need to change. And not just as a human, we need to change. The people around us will put every effort to you know, uh, put us out of that condition to bring us out of that state. So now how do we tackle the situation? I know it's acceptance, but then trying to come out of it, uh, explain that. So there are a lot of, okay, so every time you've gone, think back on your own life, every time you've gone through a really hard situation, mm -hmm. it's really hard when you're going through it. But there's something that kind of comes up through you and you find a way through your problems. And you can see the wisdom and what happened from the future into the past. So you can look back in your life and go, oh my God, my life is amazing. This happened, but not, you know, but, but I did this. And it's, so that becomes your story. But we don't see the connection that because you went through this really hard situation, that was the push you needed for you to become who you are today. So we usually see them as two separate things. So usually it's like, this is a really bad situation. Mm -hmm. And I found my way and I did this, but we don't link it. So the more you're able to see the grace of what's happening in the moment, to moment, automatically you start reaching those places quicker. So energetically, when I'm working through this stuff, like I don't try to change anything in my life. If I'm feeling painful and crappy, I don't change anything. I just, I'm feeling it and I acknowledge it. And it automatically transmutes. We fight it. Most of the time, our response is to fight it. We don't like it. I want it's gone. Pain is bad. Pain is not a good feeling to have. I want to be happy. I want to be joyful. I want to be. So we push away the painful feelings. We go into the happy feelings. We want to go into happy. But if we just acknowledge that there's no real difference between pain and, pain and pleasure, they're just two parts of the same coin. Sometimes you're going to feel the pain, some of the pleasure. And if you're feeling pain, if you're feeling chaotic, it's going to transmute. And if I go further down, I mean, the, you know, there's another part to it that there is pleasure even in the pain that you're feeling, but that's a whole different thing. So I'm not going to go into that right now. But like, but simply the pain and pleasure are two parts of the same process. But we don't see the parts that are working out. We only focus on the pain that's there. Mm. And the more we stay in the pain, it transmutes. The problem is most people don't like, it's uncomfortable, so you don't want to stay in it. So you, you will find ways to get out of it, which again, it goes to journaling, yoga, meditation, some method, some technique to make it go away because pain is not good. If you simply yeah. just see it as, it's just an emotion you're feeling and it will mm -hmm. transmute, you're not going to be in pain forever. 
it transmutes, mm. but it's uncomfortable. And then the healing immediately follows. As they say, when you accept, it dissolves. So it, it actually does. happens. Yeah. It really happens. Yeah. It happens. But I, mm. but I also find that, like, when I'm working with my clients, like, it doesn't happen immediately. Like, there's a level of sh- shift that you have to be able to be tolerating before you get to the point where you can just be okay with it. So I do have to take them through a process where I'm working with stuff first at the mind level and then getting them the tools to say, okay, start working with it and just being aware. You're like at the center of the chaos. It feels uncomfortable. It feels like a lot of tension in the body because it's like you want to make it go away. Mm. But if you can just hold it without pushing it away and just hold the tension, it starts to, it'll, it'll transmute. It doesn't last forever. And then you don't even fear it anymore because it's like, okay, fine, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. It'll, it'll shift. I know it'll shift. But the problem is because it's like, oh, that's scary. I don't want to go into it. It's dark. It's not nice. It's, I want to stay out of it. And you try your best to stay out of it and do everything possible to stay out of it. That's when it gets chaotic. Mm. All right. This makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, I also think it's really hard. It's challenging. And you really need support and someone to in the, by your side to take you through this journey. In this the beginning. journey, you yeah, you in the beginning, do this alone. I think okay. you can. I think it's in the beginning. I think in the beginning you do. A little bit of support is definitely helpful. Like I was just working with one of my clients. She had a lot of like trauma and, you know, stuff that in the back. Um, and for that, she was on medications and just everything. A lot of mental health that came as a consequence to the stuff that she'd gone through. Because she didn't know how to handle it. And the full the pressure towards pain is not good, pain is not good, pain is not good. I want pleasure. And then being complete mess. And, so the first thing we like, it's been six months of working to find, understand that pain is not bad. You're anyway going through it. You're fighting it, but you're still going through it. No matter what. Mm. You don't want mm. it, but you're still going through it. So that's the, that's the irony that people yeah. are you're still going through it. You're still Absolutely. facing it. You're still, in a, if anything, you prolong it because you fight it so much. Versus simply going, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. Just let me be, I'll come out of it. It's actually quicker, faster, transmutes easily because you're already in pain. So the first thing was making friends with that it's okay. The pain is just feedback. You don't have to fight it. It's just see what what's it trying to tell you. What's the what's it communicating to you? What is it that you're not listening to that your body is pushing you to this level to make you understand the lesson? The one moment you find those answers, then the pain it doesn't need to be there. It's because you're not listening. Because your mind wants to do one thing, your body, its soul wants to do one thing. So it's a conflict. So first thing is like being okay with the fact, okay, I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. And then the moment that starts to shift, now we're at a point where six months later, we're like, okay, you're not fighting as much. And she's like, you just literally, the other day, she's like, okay, I know I'll be fine. If I go through it again, I'll be fine. And the same thing with making her suicidal for which she was taking medications. And now the same thing, we're kind of at the back, we're like, okay, I'll be okay if I go through it ever again. So it's just you're changing the perception about it. You know, it's no longer something to fight. It's not something to hide away from. It's not something to push away. And when you clear up all the stuff that's actually causing it and you start living by your truth, automatically it has to transmute. All right. So I'm just going to wrap this up now. And at last, uh, towards this end, I'm going to ask, what, how does the person who is holding the light looks like I mean, if I am here to identify, I think this is wrong to say identifying, but just a definition of a person who is holding the light. You won't even know. You won't even know, Harish. You won't even know. 
<laughs> Most of the time they're like hidden in the back. You won't even know. Energetically, you'll pick up. There's something different about this person. What is about them? Like you feel drawn to connect with them. You feel drawn to want to talk. Like something in the energy will call you, but they're hidden. They're not allowed. They're not allowed. They're not allowed names in the spiritual community in the spiritual world. Hmm. But yeah. the energy attracts. I totally, I totally resonate with it because a lot of people who are just we are just connected to without any reason, and we just don't realize how much they've helped yeah. through the life. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Natika. And I have something very interesting for the next episode, which is divine design. This is something that you talk a lot about in your content, in your books, in your videos. And we're going to talk about this. Till then, thank you so much. Thank you for watching and listening. Take care. Bye. Bye.